This is Aligned Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Welcome back, you guys. I just wanted to take a second before we dive into this episode to thank you so much for all of your support. All my listeners are awesome and I get so many Instagram DMs from y'all and I see the reviews, rates and reviews on Apple Podcasts and I just so appreciate y'all listening and sharing episodes that feel really good for you with your fellow parents or friends or family members. I just so appreciate you. Y'all's little messages make me so happy and I'm happy that these episodes that I record make a difference in your life. So getting on with the episode today, I wanted to chat a little bit about our relationship with social media. So full disclosure, I working on this. There's weeks that I do really well with this and put a lot of boundaries around my social media usage. And there's days, hours, (laughs) a lot of times that I like just get sucked down the social media rabbit hole of Instagram. So y'all know what I'm talking about. I definitely have a love-hate relationship with Instagram and Facebook. Facebook for me, I don't know, maybe it's different for y'all. Facebook, I don't spend as much time on. I don't have it on my phone. So anytime I'm on Facebook, it's on my laptop. Um, So I don't spend as much time on it. Instagram is something that some days I'll like hardly look at it. Or some days I'll like get on and check my DMs and then get off. Sometimes I forget to get off and I'm it says that I'm on when I'm not really on. If you don't close down your app, did you know this? It'll show that you're on. So that's interesting. Anyways, definitely have a love-hate relationship with it. I'm going to talk about positive and negative aspects in a second. And I'm also going to talk about like some tiny bits of homework that you can start doing to sort of just get a gauge on your social media usage and use it as a tool for you to use instead of you being used by it or it using you, if that makes sense. So I was talking with an old friend last week, I think. It was so interesting to talk to somebody that our whole like close relationship happened before Facebook even existed. It was like Facebook didn't start till, well, I think my senior year of college and then, or junior year of college, but it was only for college students and we didn't utilize it that much and it was just totally different. So, and I know I have a lot of um, age ranges for my listeners, so you might be sort of where I am, or Facebook might not have existed until you were in your 20s or 30s or 40s, or it might have existed while you were in junior high or high school. So I know we're at a a whole range here of, of what this looked like for you in your life, but it was so refreshing talking to this friend and knowing, I mean, we're friends on Facebook and Instagram, but being able to talk with somebody that your entire like friendship existed before all of that and sort of going back to that time. Oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that social media didn't exist when I was growing up because 
for those of y'all who don't know me personally, I was a band nerd. I was in band junior high, high school, and college. So I was legit a band nerd. I didn't just like play the flute for a year. And that was like my life and all the things. And I think that if I would have seen or known that there was a lot, a big like life going on outside of that and that I wasn't quote unquote cool and all of that kind of stuff, I would have like felt so much, so much more unhappy and like had FOMO, you know, fear of missing out more than I did. It was like a fantastic time in my life and I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything because I didn't know what was going on. It's almost like, I mean, I was unaware of it. It's a little bit naive, but man, I was happy. I thought I was cool. And in some ways I was more popular than maybe some people would have been if they were in band. Like it was, it looked a little bit different at our high school. We didn't, it was not like you were a total nerd, if that makes sense. People in band and choir were still quote unquote cool. But I think that I just had a different perspective about all of that. And I was so happy, so happy. No bullying, no self worth issues growing up, like no judgmental thoughts against myself or other people. Like it was, it was great. And if social media had existed, that wouldn't be the situation. I was also listening to a podcast the other day that said, this is an actual statistic. I forget where it came from. I think like the Bureau of Labor for the U.S. said that with the current amount of social media usage that's going on in our lifetime, we will be on social media over six years. And that could like double or triple depending on how technology goes, honestly. And that's just for the very average person. I think I use social media a little bit less than the average person. And I'm hoping that that I continue using it less and less and less. But how sad is that, that you are losing six years of your life, like your precious life, being on social media and scrolling. That like gave me chills like in a not good way. And I know there's a ton of positive aspects about social media. Like there's definitely a sense of community that you can find for people who are like maybe going through struggles like you are. I know that when I first, um, I'm taking a break from alcohol right now, if that's something you wanna look into, I have a 10 day wine break course that's really awesome. I'm six months into a year off for sure of alcohol and if I didn't have like the Facebook groups and the Instagram community I don't think I would have gotten through that first 10 days honestly like I stopped drinking in 2020 and that was not an easy year to stop drinking and I wouldn't have made it through so community is so important and there's such great offerings of community on social media Business. This is definitely something the business that I have with Align Designs would not exist. I would be having to walk around the city of Dallas, Texas, trying to talk to them about woo-woo stuff. And like the fact that I have this platform where I can connect with people and I have clients in Germany and Australia and Ontario and not just Texas, not that there's a ton of people that are interested in this kind of stuff in Texas too. I'm not bashing Texas, I love it. But it's way easier to grow a business having 
Instagram and Facebook and, and other social media platforms. And then also information. And you do need to be careful about this because there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of crazy stuff on uh, in all aspects um, out there on the internet. So you have to make sure that you feel very aligned with the source of information, that kind of stuff. But you can get really, really great information on the internet and using social media as well. So there's really some great positive aspects that we can use social media as a tool for to improve our lives, to improve our physical health, to improve our mental health, and to improve our happiness. It's just that you have to create boundaries and use it as a tool instead of being used by it. Um, I highly recommend doing my five-day free decluttering challenge it's just five days. If you want to take 10 days and do it, you can and just do every other day. If you want to take five weeks and do it and we'll do one per week, you totally, you can do it however feels good for you. But it is meant to be, it's only five lessons. Each day talks about decluttering a separate part of your life. There's physical decluttering. There's time decluttering, which is very cool. But one of the days is social media decluttering. And I get so many DMs about this that this is everybody's favorite day of the decluttering challenge. Um, again, it's free. I'll link it below. Definitely sign up for it and go ahead and get started. It's freaking awesome. It will literally change your life. And I give some steps in that challenge on the social media day for certain things that you can do to make sure that you're using social media and you're not being used by social media. Because in the negative aspects of social media, there's a lot of negative aspects. They're mainly going to be mental health related. So if you're somebody who has ever struggled with any type of addiction, there's all type of types of addiction out there. I've definitely had several of these. It can be a shopping addiction. It can be honestly addicted to TV or games or something like that. Alcohol um, and the whole alcohol ad addiction thing is very interesting because I think that and some people have gotten a lot of great I don't know help from a programs like AA for me that didn't feel good because I never considered myself an alcoholic and I honestly don't think that there are alcoholics that's a whole just like personal issue I think that it's I think alcohol is a very addictive substance just as if you were to start doing heroin there's heroin addicts, but that's not their fault. It's the, the drug's fault that it's so addictive. Does that make sense? And alcohol is the same way. Everybody's biology is very different. It's usually something in your life, whether it's stress or anxiety or depression or PTSD or just basic numbing out from certain parts of your life that you don't enjoy that aren't, that aren't fabulous. And that's a very normal thing to then be like, oh, well, let me drink a glass of wine. And then a glass of wine turns into two glasses of wine. And then a two glasses turns into three. And then by the time you know it, you're drinking not just at 7 p.m., but at 6.30 and 6 and 4 and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's a it's a just very gradual thing. And that's a whole other thing. If you're interested in being, you know, taking a look at your alcohol, even if you don't want to stop drinking at all, you can still take the wine break course and sort of take a look at your relationship with alcohol. It's interesting. But the whole deal with that is that any addiction, whether it's gambling, whatever, racing, car racing, <laughs> is all about dopamine hits. 
and you're just waiting for your next dopamine hit. And that is exactly what social media does with the likes, with all of these things. And this is definitely something I'm working on because I think I've been burnt out from too much, too many dopamine hits. And then I just feel exhausted. And it's a whole thing that goes along with adrenal burnout and all that kind of stuff. But social media, unless you literally turn off any notifications for any likes or DMs or comments and never ever look at that stuff you're just literally on there to post and then be done and don't look at any quote-unquote feedback you have a dopamine addiction to that I also have found myself just like I'll be like okay I'm not gonna um get on Instagram until lunchtime right I'll I'll put like little I'll play little games with myself and do bound like put boundaries and rules up and then I'll find myself like I would I have to check my email for something work related and then I'll find myself next just in the Instagram app and I'm like I did that without even thinking which means I'm not in control of myself right so these are things that I talk about in this on the social media day of the decluttering challenge and they're definitely things to look about look at because dopamine is a really big deal with us as humans like having joy and pleasure and complete satisfaction in life and all of that kind of stuff and so if you're feeling any sense of like a daily like oh I wish I had something exciting life is boring I feel depressed I need to plan xyz to like have something to look forward to if you're feeling any of that you might have a dopamine depletion and putting boundaries around your social media can definitely help to even that out. There's lots of different ways to do that, but like this is one of the simplest, free, easy things to do that could sort of help with that. Um, I definitely recommend watching the Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma. That talks about a lot of this kind of stuff. I definitely recommend creating some rules or boundaries for yourself. You don't want to feel constricted, but this is just sort of a game to play with yourself. So ask yourself like a few questions. Do you allow the phone out during dinner time? We will put sometimes like music on or something, but other than that, we don't do phones at dinner time. That's just like not a thing. And my husband and I have coffee time in the morning, which unless we're going to go look something up about something we're talking about, we will not do phone time and we will not have conversations with each other if the other person's looking at the phone. So really asking yourself, like, am I being half present with the people that I'm around? If you're by yourself and you're taking 30 minutes at your lunch break to do your scrolling or to answer DMs or anything like that, that's fine. That is like just you and you're choosing to use your time that way. But if you're around other people, honestly, you're not being present with them. And that's going to just create more scarcity and lack in yourself. And it's going to end up not feeling good. So play around with not having your phone out at dinner time. Play around with not having your phone on you. I leave my phone on do not disturb 99% of the time. The only people who are on my favorites list are direct family members and my daughter's school. So that I always have it on Do Not Disturb. It's on, 
So if it rings or somebody texts me from those couple of places, I will get it. If they're somebody else, I will not receive that. And I have to be actually, I don't even like hardly check um, my texts on my phone. I will check it on my laptop and answer them and then be done. You know, if I'm like sort of doing things here and there, I might keep that open on my laptop or I might not. Like if you have phone free time and you don't keep it on you all the time. And then do you have rules or boundaries around your own usage? Like where you're like, okay, I'm only checking it three times a day for 30 minutes each. Or I'm taking these two days a week off of social media. I am trying to build a business, so there it is good to be consistent on social media. So some of these things aren't going to be Um, things I can do every week, but I have taken time where I've taken like a whole week off of social media or I've taken every like Saturday and Sunday I don't do social media. So create some rules and boundaries to play with for yourself and then create some rules and boundaries in your close relationships. Maybe you and your partner are like, hey, we don't have our phones near us when we're eating lunch or dinner together or if we're having coffee in the morning or if we're on a family outing. Like we don't do that. And maybe like if you have your whole family together, you don't really need your phone on because there's not going to be emergencies from other people that you need to know about right away. Right. We all used to exist. Maybe some of y'all didn't, but those of us in our thirties and forties and fifties used to exist without a phone always on us. And we would come home and check the answering machine and Everybody was fine, correct? So I keep my phone on me, or at least in hearing distance, when my daughter is at school. Other than that, I do not. I sometimes forget it in the car. I sometimes forget it in my purse, other places, whatever. If me and her are together, um, and especially if my husband is home too, we don't need our phones then. So are there times where if you're having family time, you don't have your phone? Or maybe you put it on airplane mode, So if you need access to, if you want to like take some cute pictures or a video or something like that, but you have it on airplane mode so that there's no notifications coming through, I would also highly recommend to just turn off all notifications. I do not have a single app notification that turns on, like not a single one. So it won't like tell me, oh, somebody liked something on Instagram or somebody Venmoed you or somebody Voxered you. I don't have any of that on. That is like seriously terrible terrible for your brain chemistry because it's just like dopamine hits all day long it's literally like being in a casino sitting in front of a slot machine winning all day long every single day which seems fun maybe you're winning like one cent one cent one cent you're still winning but it's not really a lot and it's affecting your body and giving you this fake high and then Once you come down from it, you're like totally depressed and depleted. So that's what I have to say about social media. It's definitely something I'm working on. I definitely have a love-hate relationship with it. And I really am doing my best to improve week by week by week on using it as a tool instead of social media using me and ruining my brain chemistry and my mental health in the process. So highly recommend enrolling in the five day decluttering challenge. 
you can take as long as you want to to walk through that please dm me on instagram at aligned.designs and let me know you're starting it and let me know how you think of it each how you think of each day of the five days and i can't wait to hear from y'all thanks for listening for more aligned designs and to connect with allison go to aligndesigns.co a production of the sound off media company